Yes, yes, yes. Party people in the house. Welcome back. Happy Friday. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Before we get this weekend started right, the message of the week. This is something I heard Gary Vee say. I'm going to paraphrase because that guy says a lot of stuff. It's hard to remember everything that he says. Uh, He said, there's a product or service, there's your personal brand, and in between, everything else is a commodity. So you might as well focus on your personal brand to really distinguish yourself. There's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of noise. How are you going to cut through? And what I've come to learn is that people involved in real estate really know how to focus on their personal brand. And in, in a way that, you know, it's funny. It should seem obvious, but it wasn't to me at first. And I started to hang around a bunch of real estate agents and I was like, man, <laughs> guys are kind of good at this. So I started to take notes and talk to them. So we're going to dig into that today. We're going to dig into personal brand and marketing. Welcome to the show, Vinny Valentino, zooming in from Connecticut. How are you doing today? What's up, buddy? Good, good. Everything's great. Thank you. Awesome. So let's just hop right into it. When did you, uh, when did it become apparent to you that personal brand was like super important in real estate? Cause it probably, was it from the beginning or was it something that occurred to you along the way? So it was definitely something um, in the beginning. So, I mean, I come from a background of, uh, I, I had an entertainment company oh. and towards the tail end of that, I was using a lot of, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram posts and everything to showcase like what you're doing. So when I made the transition to, to real estate, it was just a no brainer that, you have to put yourself out there, put your daily activities out there, everything that you're uh, to you're doing, um, because it's it's a thing that everybody's constantly always viewing. You know what I mean? There's people always online. They're always scrolling through content. So why not put all that information out there? So let's back it up even further. Then, what was your experience in the entertainment industry that led up to uh, to real estate and how that impacted? Like, when when was that point where you were like? you got to put yourself out there. You got to really do it. Cause that makes sense. I'm, I also started in, in music. I was like one of my first industries. Yeah. So with, with entertainment, so, you know, I, I would do some clubs and I was also doing um, enter, like weddings, anniversaries. Uh, so a lot of the times people, you know, obviously they send you emails. Um, they're going off of referrals from past clients, but sometimes they're like, Hey, you know, I want to see, I want to see, you know, are you DJing somewhere that I could come see you? So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like here, I'm going to be DJing at Diesel in New Haven. So I put up like a 15 minute stream of what you're doing. And they were able to see like you engaging with guests, you and you engaging with people that are there. And it kind of gave them like an idea of how you would be at an event. So using that social media platform here, just like put you out in front of so many other people that you would never be in front of. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I know we're talking about social media now. I want to like later on in the show, catch up and see like what other, uh, you know, kind of uh, resources you utilize besides social media for personal. Yeah. But I got to I got to give you a shout out. And this all makes a lot of sense based off of uh, your post the other day where you were like sitting in your car waiting for a client and you were just like lip syncing some Dre. And I was just like, where yeah, is it's- this guy coming from? <laughs> So it's just, it's, it's just like, uh, it did, um, we did, it was uh, great. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, because it's, it's, I, I, I always use like, um, the, the postman. I mean, I just did it in, in another interview about, you know, like we know that a postman's always out delivering mail type deal. Right. So we know that realtors are always out 
selling homes. So you know that I'm selling <laughs> homes. What you don't know is that while you're pulling up to a house, you know, I'm I'm going verbatim on a Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg song. And and and, and, and other music. You know what I mean? I, so I think it just shows like behind like the scenes type deal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And you didn't even edit it. You were just like curse words and everything. You were curse words like, and everything. Well you mentioned yeah. Gary um Gary V. Sure. And I mean totally changed my mindset on so many, so many things like life, work, um, health, everything. So, um, and he constantly just throws out swears all the time. And, and a lot of people say it even at work, like when, when I'm in the middle of talking or whatever, I sometimes drop, drop the F-bomb. So hopefully you can, I won't, won't do it any on, on, on this show. No, I was going to say this, you can, you can say whatever you want. Uh, oh, that's excellent. That's yeah, excellent. Because yeah, once hurt. you get going, I feel like it oh, always yeah, comes yeah. out some way or another. You get like a swear word coming out. The, the worst thing that happens is when it bumps to like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It, it, if it's really bad, it'll get marked as, as explicit. But otherwise, there's... No, otherwise, it's good. Good. So if I'm no, telling something and, you know... Yeah, you stub your toe, you can be like, oh, fuck, man, that oh, hurt. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> excellent. Well, I like that idea. You know, that's when I really like I I got where you were coming from uh, at that point when I saw that. Like, this is a guy who really is just like putting himself out there. And I do the same thing. It's funny. I got this. I got (laughs) this feedback from another real estate agent here in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. a very good friend of mine who's also been on the show. Um, You know, Marty Silverman asked about your jujitsu experience, man. I mean, I, so let me tell you a, a good thing about, about that, about the UFC. I was actually thinking about, um, um, cause I know you're huge into it. And I always say to myself, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, in a, in an adult soccer league that I play here yeah. in Connecticut. So that like keeps me going. The UFC I've been following for about like six or seven years now. So I, I love it. And the thing about branding that I wanted to talk to you about, like I, mm-hmm. that, that just makes it unbelievable. So my fiance loves watching it. I think she loves watching it. But then when she starts seeing the fight and everything, she's like, oh my God, stop, stop, stop. You know what I mean? But the one thing that draws her and makes her like want to watch it more is the promos and everything that they do. The branding of the fighters, mm-hmm. the, 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 the backstory of what's going on. Like she's like, I need to hear about all that. And then she won't stop talking about it until it comes on. Like, Oh, when's that, when's that pay-per-view? When's Nunez fighting again? When's she going to fight? Like when you get that backstory and the branding of those two fighters, that's the way like it propels people to watch. So this, that, that's kind of like the same thing that I feel about branding. Like when you're branding yourself in that way, it's, it, it almost like anticipates people like wanting to see more, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, I mean, for them, they are the product or service mm-hmm. in a way. And for real estate agents, I mean, I've sold a lot of things in my life, but I've never sold somebody else's house. Like somebody I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this building. And I've done construction. I've overseen build outs. Like I know how hairy that can be. Yeah. And that just, I was in a clubhouse room the other night and they were going around asking like, if you had to do it all over again and could pick another industry to like come up in, which would it be? And I was like, man, real estate. Cause it's just so, so it's, it's just like so crazy to me. I'm fascinated by it. It and every I feel like everybody is even before I did was was in real estate. I felt like anytime you met, like I always wanted to hear about it. If somebody mentioned it, it was like, tell me more about it. Tell me about foreclosures. Tell me about what's going on. <laughs> you always wanted to know, even if I wasn't even like remotely ready to buy. I feel like it's so sexy. Like everybody wants yeah. to hear. Like you bring it up and somebody's like, how's the market? Like that's the first question. You could bring it up and be like, oh, I'm in uh, real estate. How's the market? Uh, what's going on? Immediately. Wants 
to, to talk about it. It's like yeah. a, a sexy subject somehow. It is. It is. So to go back to what I was, the story I was starting to say about mm-hmm. just really putting yourself out there. My real estate friend, you know, he's, he does some high end stuff. He's selling them some very expensive homes here and, and commercial as well. And he, he does very well and he's good with personal branding and everything. Um, he, he follows me on Instagram and I recently started to get cauliflower ear pretty good from, from training. Yeah. Yeah. It just comes with the territory. Once you do it enough and you get in a room of like high level people I'm training at Henzo Gracie Academy now in Manhattan and it's like, wow, they're good dudes, man. They're really good. And like, you know, where I thought I was at is like actually a little bit lower, but I'm still, I'm still going for it anyways. But, you know, in a defensive position, your, your ear gets popped a lot. And so like it started to, it started to fill up. So you have to drain it. And I'm putting all this out on my social media, like just pictures of the syringes, you know, of me like draining my hair and stuff. And he was like, man, I don't, I don't know as a restaurant owner, if you really want to like put that out there. And I'm like, first of all, it's my personal page. But secondly, it's like, I'm just showing everybody like the humanness of it all. And I think in personal branding, like people, especially Instagram, people love to see the bling. They love to see like, you know, that great lighting and your six pack abs and all that stuff. But like, it's also a great opportunity to just be, we've talked about this a lot, especially in Clubhouse lately, is being vulnerable, like showing your vulnerability. Like I'm human, just like you. And what we are always trying to do, are you familiar with, uh, I think his name is Frank Kern. Does that name sound familiar? I've heard of him before. Yeah. Yeah. You should check him out if you haven't really like listened to any of his interviews. He's like, I guess Tony Robbins goes to him. <laughs> like that's where he's at. Yeah, he's not like Tony Robbins is like, when I need help, I go to Frank Kern. So, but the dude's mad chill. Like he was a, you know, he was a rocker. He was like a rock and roll guy and like was in a bunch of different sales and ended up making it big, I guess, through like, um, uh, like the spam email era, you know, like early 2000s, late 90s. Um, even had a federal indictment because of his uh, his you know comings and goings with that. Um, survived, everything's great. But uh, he was like, he just says over and over, "I'm a terrible salesman." So what I did was just built relationships to the point where people didn't question what I was selling anymore. If they knew it was coming from me, they were on board. You know, like yeah. the, the frequency, his percentage of return customers, and his frequency was so high. He's like, but it was all about relationship building. So for me. It was the understanding that if you put yourself out there, make yourself human, connect with people on that way, like people want to see that, not just sure they want to see some glitz and glam, you know, you got to you got to distinguish yourself somehow. But it's I think it's also really powerful to just be, you know, to be yourself and expose some things about yourself that you, you know, you, you might hesitate on. Yeah, I, I 100 thousand percent agree with that like i the, the same thing like if my friends that know me the people that i know me that know the business that i'm in they they know that i i'm in real estate right so if i'm sitting like i closed on a house i closed on a house i closed on a house like okay Vinny, that's great but everything else that you just spoke to like you know i talk about like you know what my family um if my you know i, I have my my daughter who plays soccer like going to her games if we're doing some kind of renovation at her at her house I mean, I recently just went like on this crazy, not crazy, I should say, but I lost like 65, 70 pounds or something. Went on like a strict diet, changed like meal plan, everything. I post about that stuff. I mean, posting you're running every morning or working out, playing soccer, like it's all that stuff shows that you're, you're just like a normal person out there, like enjoying your career, you know, or tell a story about the real estate transaction, like behind the scenes, what happens, what, what, what you see at a showing, if you're at a showing, you're like, Hey, do you like this granite? Do you not like this granite? Like that type of stuff is, is huge. 
Yeah. And I think it comes down to like, we, we mentioned this the other day in a, we got really deep in it on a clubhouse room about pain. Like people connect to pain, mm-hmm. you know, because we all share that. Like yeah. not everybody, not everybody feels success, especially right now. Right. There's a lot of people who are like, I, man, I got friends that are like posting on Facebook and they're like, I'm finally coming off unemployment. And I'm like, really? Like it's been a year You've yeah. been on unemployment for a year. Um, everybody's had pain throughout this, but not everybody has had success. So when you're trying to connect, like exposing your pain, not just like, Hey, I had a great run, but also like, man, I ran today and it was so hard. Like my leg cramped up. I almost didn't make it, you know, like a picture of yourself, like laying on the ground. All that stuff is like, it's fantastic fodder, I think. And you, and, and you'd be surprised how many people like will just reach out to you and, you know, in conversation and be like, Hey, listen, like I used to see your post every morning that you were up running, got my ass out of bed and got yeah. me up and going, you know? And I'm like, what? Like, really? I just yeah. got up because fucking, I felt like crap. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I wanted to go run and thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's good. I'm glad I helped you or whatever. But the same thing, like I, I, I've seen things online, like these motivation things that pull you up and you're like, yeah, man, I got to get going. I got to, you know, what am I doing? So it's, it's a circle, man. Everything, it is. Every, everybody jumps on something else. And, and that's the way we keep this positive mindset going forward. Fantastic. Great. Awesome way to segue into our first break. So let's take <laughs> positivity, positivity, two minute break and, and summon more positivity. And we'll be back in just a moment, everybody. So you hang tight, Benny, you hang tight. We'll see you in a few. You're listening to talk radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just tuning again, this is The Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Happy Friday. We're talking to Vinny Valentino out of Connecticut. What uh, what part of Connecticut are you in? Uh, right now, I'm in Guilford, Connecticut, but uh, I live in Wolcott. Where so is I'm that? in our, I have no uh, idea, oh, <laughs> no yeah. idea where that is. <laughs> Wolcott's right, um, right in the middle of Connecticut, right by uh, Chester and Southington. We're kind of like encompassed. We're right on uh, Lake Hitchcock. So, so you got to come down and see you because we're planning on coming yeah. to see, see you at that uh, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. The menu. You might like it. Uh, Valentino, what is that? Irish? <laughs> Irish. Irish and a quarter of Italian. No, yeah. it's all, it's all <laughs> right. Italian. Man, mm-hmm. come for the fresh pasta. We make fresh pappardelle, fresh tagliatelle, fresh gnocchi. So nice. So good. I live off this stuff. It's I can't eat dry pasta anymore. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm broken. I just can't do it. We've had the place for over five years now. And I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever eat dried pasta again. After That's awesome. That, it's, and you guys have outside seating and, and everything. Yeah, it's nice. Definitely. Definitely want to check it out. So I want to tie back into what we were talking about. And mm-hmm. um, especially in terms of your like personal brand, connect yeah. people's pain. Um, just being like super vulnerable. Are you familiar with the the idea or the the term imposter syndrome? What was it? Im- imposter syndrome? No, I'm not. No. So it's something I've been working with on some people lately. Uh, a guest on my show first, the first time I ever heard it was it was like a year and a half ago. Uh, a friend of mine who's a business coach, um, very well read, mentioned it on the show, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And it, you know, it really ties into like second guessing yourself in yeah. terms of you know, especially people that are in business. I mean, it applies to everybody. It's just a it's a psychological situation where like. You have, you know, the, the, the little devil cheerleader mm-hmm. the little devil on this shoulder and the cheerleader on this shoulder. And you're thinking about doing something. So like for you, a way it could have shown up is you're sitting in your car, you got Instagram open, you're listening to Dre and you're like, it would be really awesome and funny if I just like recorded myself lip syncing this bad words and everything and put it out there yeah. and do the whole thing. And then you're getting ready to post and you go, man, what if. What if somebody doesn't like this? What if somebody's like, oh, he cursed or he's these like lip syncing rap music or whatever. And you like you hesitate and you're like, nah, I'm not going to post it. And you don't you don't act. You don't. Yeah. So it's like this. It's this hesitation that limits your your potential connection. Um, and so we've been talking about it a lot. I was actually on a show the other day where uh, a guy, I was sharing the show with an author of a book about imposter syndrome, and we kind of ripped it apart. He's actually going to be uh, the central figure of a clubhouse room next week on it. His name's Chris Kelso. And and I, it's funny, I the first time I heard the word, I was like, I'm too confident. I don't have imposter syndrome. Like, I, there have literally been situations where we were like talking about opening a business, and then I'm just like, we're going to open tomorrow. And they're like, what? And I'm like, we're just going to go. We're going to do it. Like that, that kind of confidence, just like I walk with my chest out, I'm ready to go. But I, it was pointed out to me by somebody from Gary Vee's uh, team that I was talking to. He was just like, we were talking about social media and personal branding and like putting yourself out there. 
And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can do what he was asking me to do on social media. I was like, man, what if people aren't into it? And he's like, that's your imposter syndrome showing up right there. And I was like, fuck. And so like, I've really been trying to like peel that away. And basically on the show the other day, what came up, the, the, the author asked me how I respond to it. Mm-hmm. And I was essentially saying, if there's ever a point where I question it, where I think like, oh, is this going to be okay? If people, I'm like, we're going to do it. We're gonna <laughs> no do matter it, what, yeah. like, I just make myself do it. I'm just like, I have to do it now just to see what's on the other side. Where before I might be like, I don't know, man. What if they're, What if it damages my personal brand and my reputation? You know, it's like you have no idea until you put yourself out there. I'm just curious. Have you had, have you kind of like face those demons at any point or are you just like I don't give a shit and I go I I, I have in, in the beginning I feel like I, I really did you want to be careful about a video if it comes out um you know like if you do like a video oh does it look okay does it not look okay was the lighting okay was it not but after a while and you know going it, it was like a video by Gary V. I remember him saying once like you want to talk about regret like go into um a retirement home and, and sit there across from a 95 year old and just have him tell you about everything that they always wanted to do and see how you feel. So like, you know, listening to that, you're like, who cares? You know what I mean? You put it out there, it gets, you know, you never look at like the views or how many people see it. If that's your information that you want to put out there and that's your video that you want to put out, go for it. You know what I mean? Let's put it out there and it doesn't matter because I could go back to when I was, um, when I was 11 years old, I started DJing. My dad started a DJ company and I was working with them. And he would do like all these like Italian parties, like uh, anniversaries, first communions and everything. So he would let me DJ for like 20 minutes. He'd be like, all right, put on some like, you know, music. So like, you know, CNC Music Factory, Marky Mark, like getting people up on the dance floor. And I can't even, and, and we used to have like the big rig on the table and like, I'm trying to stand up and go over it. And I remember he said to me, he's like, just, I'm like, what if I, you know, what if like this, like, I, I don't, I'm scared. And he goes, nobody out, no other kid out there at 11 years old will come up here and do it. You're going to do it. Like, I'm trusting you to do it. So do it. So that's what I put in. That's what I, same mindset as I go forward today. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to put that out there. I'll put that information out there to give it crap less. If somebody says like, oh, it's not good. Or I didn't listen to it, whatever. Like if it's in your head and you, you want to do it, just put it out there, you know? Awesome advice. So that Dre, I loved it. I mean, it's a song, I, and that's literally what I was doing. So, like, I'm like, why can't I just flip the camera around and and, and record myself? You know what I mean? Of like what what I'm singing, you know. And just as like a bit of advice for people looking to make more content, that's kind of the suggestion. It's like just just like document your day. It doesn't have to be. It yeah. doesn't always have to be like this great. Like, sure, every now and then, it's awesome to put together an amazing post where the lighting is perfect and you've got portrait mode on and everything's like fantastic. But like, it's really great to just like turn the shit on and not worry about it. And it doesn't matter if it's like kind of flapping all around and like all kinds of mayhem is happening. Like it's just, what are we looking for? What's the point of it all? We're just trying to connect with people. Um, And I I want to save that for the next portion. Uh, I don't want to go too deep down that I would, I'd like where we're going with this and, and talking about social media and just like, uh, and, and throwing yourself out there. One of the things that this author said is that, and you strike me as a person that's like really going after it and, 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 a, and a hard worker and a hustler. He was saying those, uh, that tendency to like face that situation where you're like questioning, do I do this? Do I not? Do I do this? Do I not? I, that frequency is much higher for high achievers. Like if you're sitting on your couch and, you know, not really doing much, 
it comes up less often, you yeah. know, and maybe it even has a bigger impact on you because it happens less often. Um, I know for somebody like me, once I recognized it, cause I work like 18 hours a day, every day, I was like, man, this shit is happening all the time. Yeah. Did you, have you discovered anything similar where it's like the harder you go, there's, there's actually more opportunity to question yourself and like, how do you respond to that? If that's the case. I, I think, I mean, I don't want to say I've been working my whole life, but it did start young. You know what I mean? Like it started like that, that like going after everything. You know, my father used to say like, I know I couldn't put you, you know, I know you weren't the type that would be behind the desk, like nine to five type deal. Like you were always rushing. You were always like in a rush doing things. So that going forward, it, it did well for me in, in the entertainment um, industry. And it's, it's done well for me in this because I feel like sometimes it's too dizzy, right? Sometimes like you have too many thoughts on your mind and too many things, you know, like I'll, I'll talk and it's like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm talking so fast. Like I don't even know, like th- am I going too much? But I think like that's the stuff that drives me. You know what I mean? Like that's the stuff that like makes me like keep on going. You know, like if I'm slow, like even when, you know, we we're away last week, uh, like a week and a half ago, my daughter went to go see a school down in Florida. I mean, I still was, I was relaxing. I was still taking calls. I was still doing what I had to do, but like, it's like that energy. Man. You just want to keep on going. If it's like, if, if we're, if we're too slow, it's like we're dead. Right. You know, Yeah, for sure. I, right? It's like that mentality that you just got to keep, keep on plugging along. You know, this brain's always turning. I feel like, right. And I'm sure you're the same way. Like you're always thinking about different, different ways to, to, to help your clients or find a property for them or find something that they're looking for or put some kind of information out. Um, so do you find that like the, the, when you're going harder, there are times where you question yourself more and like how you're going to proceed or do you kind of have like, I know some people, they have like a, a roadmap, like a plan. Yeah. Oof. No, I don't have a plan. <laughs> no. Me either. <laughs> it probably it probably would help. But if I'm like, oh, 9 o'clock, I'll be here. 10, I'll be there. 11, I'll be there. It, it doesn't it doesn't work out that way. But like a plan. Um, no, man, I, I don't know. I think I've just been able to, to juggle for so long that I, I, I just feel like I got it now. You know what I mean? Like if the harder I go, the harder I go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you feel good, like in those moments, just like continuing to put yourself out there, all these things that you're like, when you're on social media and you're just like connecting with people. I, I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, you know, like it, we connected, I connected with a lot of people like on, on social media. I mean, I think the, the avenues that this opens up for you, especially in this business, like even with real estate, like my, a, a month ago, I was never thinking about doing anything in Florida. My, my daughter, our youngest, like just commits to university of tampa and i'm couldn't be happier for her right like we're like ecstatic we're like oh my god this is awesome this is awesome this is awesome but now the mindset turns to like okay now i'm gonna have to try to maybe either find something down there or do you get like your florida license and start expanding and it's easy to do with this with with the social media avenue of like posting a home in florida like i could be posting a home from Connecticut in Florida and get yeah. one of my Connecticut clients interested in that property. Like it's ways like that, that you could use this to, to your advantage. Or, I mean, I've connected with like three different realtors in the Tampa area, talking to them about the market. How's everything going? What can we do? You know, where, where can you find stuff? Like where's a good place to invest? Like those, and that's like sitting from my, like in, in my office or at my house, getting that information, you know? That's like simple. It's not like sitting there online Googling everything and like trying to find it. It's like at your fingertips on Instagram and Facebook, you know? 
And and it's a personal conversation. It's an actual yeah. connection. It's a connection. And there's somebody that you're talking to. You and I have had conversations about like the jujitsu and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That that's not I, I probably got more information from, from you on that than I would if I called like a local shop around here and tried to get like information or went online. You know what I mean? Like that was like boom, hey, listen, I see you doing that. How hard is it? I always wanted to try to get into it. Like those are conversations that happen fast. People reach out and, and they'll you know, sometimes DM me about like, oh, real estate, is it really hard? You know, what do I do to get started? Like, those are, like you said, quick connections that you can make just by a touch of, of your fingertips. And that's where the value is, right? Oh, 100%. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Let's take another quick break. All right. Hang tight. Cool. We'll be back in just a minute, everybody. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. We're here talking with Vinny Valentino about social media and documenting your process in the moment. And we're both doing it. <laughs> I just opened my Instagram and he's like, like, boom, tag me like, boom. And then I had done the same thing with Twitter, just like right at the top of the show. And that's how you do it. 
That's the end of the show, huh? I mean, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it, everybody. Now go get to work. Lunch, yeah. No, actually, there's a lot more to it than that. And I'd say podcasting is another way that really helps. Like, it's tons. You just get tons and tons of content out of podcasting. Have you ever uh, been a podcast host or done anything like that? So I I used to do um, – my, my father used to have a, an Italian radio program. So, um, when, when he passed, I took oh, it yeah, over. I remember you telling me. It, yeah, yeah. So I took it over for, um, a couple, I probably like it up until COVID happened and it was every Saturday morning. So I used to do like a, a show, um, with that, you know, and, and it was, I, I loved it. You know, I think it was just like playing music, you know, dedications, people calling in, making like dedications to, to their family. It was all like, I would speak like Italian American, you know, um, here and there. And, uh, that was like the, the radio part of it. Um, with podcast, uh, my partner and I carry uh fast brainer. We had a, a couple that we did, but then it's just like, it's obviously you're, we're also like focusing on running, running a business. You know what I mean? So it's got it. You have to, you know, that's something definitely that I want to get back to, but you have to like set, set it apart some uh, yeah. time to, to get it done, you know, but. And now we and now we have Clubhouse. And now we have Club. Well, Clubhouse is just—it's amazing. I mean, that could be like your podcast these days. Yeah, you could. We've done a couple. You just jump on there and like just get other realtors. Call like a realtor happy hour because you know, like on a Saturday after you show like seven or eight houses, I'm like, there's got to be a place where all realtors go to hang out to talk about their debt. You know what I mean? So now it's Clubhouse. You could just jump on there and like, oh man, this one, this didn't go good. This didn't go good. You know. Well, their timing on releasing that was impeccable, right? It was like all of a sudden nobody can go to happy hour really anymore. So mm-hmm. they created that virtual space where you can just like hop on and just chit chat and bounce ideas off of each other. And, uh, and, and the conversations. So, so like, I remember being at, at like a, a, a wedding and you know, like how wedding venues have like, you know, one, one room here and there's like another hall right next door. So while you're DJing and let's just say they're like, you know, you're, your wedding's having cocktail hour and the, and the wedding next door is having a dance session. You, you would be able to walk over and just open up the door and be like, yeah, let me see what this guy's doing over here. Like what kind of setup does he have? Like, let me just see what he's doing now. It's, it's with, with what we have now, you could connect with like a real estate agent anywhere you want, you know, like San Diego, Montana, um, New York, Jersey, anywhere just to get that, that information. Like it's, Again, all right here. Yeah, no, I've heard it. I've in been in some of those rooms and I'm like, this is crazy what's happening right now. Yeah. And I, t- I talk about it all the time. I mean, it's the idea that you and I could be having this conversation, say, on the phone mm-hmm. you know, and nobody else would hear it. But because of social media, because of the networking that we're using, this could be shared with millions of people for the same effort. Yeah. Which makes it very efficient uh, and, and scalable. And that's that's the part that kind of fascinates me the most. And, and it's always there. People click on it, watch it, watch it again. Watch, you know, like podcasts. And what are you going to do? Sit in your car and listen to to the radio. No, no knock on, on radio stations down here or anything like that. But I, I consume, like, you know, I listen to podcasts or listen yeah. to anything else because it, it's just more information, more content for, for you to take up. So you mentioned your father starting this uh, DJ mm-hmm. business. So this was something. This was in your blood. You kind of grew up with the idea of entrepreneurship, you know, business ownership. Um, how you know? I'm curious how that. At what point did you realize like this was going to be the thing and not the nine to five, and and kind of like what the journey was like, uh, roping that in. 
so being, being young, like he, you know, my father obviously wasn't his only job. Like he worked a uh, third shift. So it was kind of like a time where, Hey, on the weekends we could go out and, you know, spend some time and, you know, learn the ropes type deal. But then it start you start thinking about it and you're saying to yourself like, Oh, I'm, I'm dressed nice. Everybody's having fun. I love like mixing and, you know, letting people have a good time and everything. And I'm like, wow, man, this is pretty cool. And then the, obviously like money's good and you're, you're enjoying it and you're loving it and it keeps on going. And then you start, you know, he, he would always tell me like, I just want to do parties. I just want to do parties. And then me with that mind of like constantly racing, I'm like, let's start doing invitations. Let's start doing event lighting. Let's start doing photo booths. Let's turn it into more of like an event planning type deal, you know? So it just like kind of became like a, it, it was like a passion right, right from the beginning, you know, seeing everybody out there on the dance floor and knowing that like you're pushing the buttons to making them have a good time was, was amazing. And what age were you when that really like kicked in when you were like, I know you described being like 11 and, and behind the thing, but like, when did it really like, I was 11 and I was like top of, I don't know, man, I was so happy. I did this one party at Parkwood East and there was 300 people there. And I, I was literally playing the songs from like a tape deck because I would practice at home. I would practice mix, mixing. So I started playing and I, when I saw like people start trickling onto the dance floor and then I saw the whole dance floor back, I, that was one of the that best feelings. Hooked, hooked, yeah. hooked, hooked. And I'm like, all right, let me just keep on going with that. It was similar for me with live music. I, mm -hmm. I was a drummer as a kid. I started at 11 years old as well and ended up pursuing a couple music degrees. But I, you know, at 17 years old, I was running bands, you know, like with adults, like, yeah. like this one band I ran, you know, the, the lead singer was my dad's age, you know, it was like grown people. And, you know, I, I ended up dropping out of a couple of high schools because of it, but <laughs> well, it, was, school. it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, School school was just like, you know, you're, I, I don't mean to, not that I didn't, I don't want to say it, I didn't pay attention for any teachers or my mom's watching. But Come on, like, it's, in the, it's in the past. No. It's, in the, it's in the past. But like you just went to, you know, you went and, you know, you ma maintain your grades, you know, for sports and, and, and wanted to make sure that you weren't going to get in trouble at home. But other than that, I mean, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm in class or then like for college, you're like, oh, I'm going to go get a business degree. And, and here I am, like, I've been typing contracts since I was like 12, 13 years old. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I, I, he gave, you know, my dad gave me that foundation and that mindset to, to be able to do business like that. Well, that's what I was talking about. Like that confidence, it certainly came from me. You know, I just remember these guys asking me to play for them and they all like had jobs. They were working and I was, mm -hmm. I was in high school, but like, it sounds like you did more work than me. I didn't, I made no attempts to keep the grades good or my parents happy. I just yeah. did whatever I wanted. But, um, I just remember them saying like, you know, we're working all day. We need you to like call clubs and go in places. You know, this was like, early nineties, you know, there was no, mm -hmm. no online, anything, you know, I don't, I remember just being like this scrawny little long haired kid going in and be like, Hey, my band wants to play here, you know, and just like having to, having to really like step up and get that confidence. And then I was always the money guy. So they would pay me because I was the one who set it up. I was distributing money to the band all of a sudden. I was like, Whoa, this is, this is real. It was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was a very inspiring time for me as well. And, and that same feeling of just like, I mean, at the end of the day, what do we do? we're trying to make people happy, right? You said it. it, like you see people coming onto the dance floor and it was the same with music. It's no different with food. And now you do it with, again, there's the home thing. Like you're trying to make people happy by selling them somebody else's home. 
that you don't necessarily know. It just like, just talk, we got like five minutes for the next break. Just like talk about that for a minute, because I just, I love to hear these, these testimonies. So, so a lot of people will tell you like, I can't get into real estate because I, I can't sell, you know, like I, I personally, I don't see it like a, like, like I'm selling, like I, I can't open up a door and be like, Hey, this house is going to work for you. And I, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Good, that, though. I mean, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. I mean, you, you, one, you sit down, you sit down with, with your clients, you try to get an idea of what exactly they're looking for. Once they tell you that, once they're like, hey, listen, I want, a, I want a house where I could raise my family. You know, we have a job that's 20 minutes away. That goes into your head. That, that is what you're, you're pushing towards. That's what you want to find. Them. Money, all that other crap, commission, all that stuff, like you're not thinking about at that time. You're thinking about like, how am I going to make this person happy? And that's, that's what goes back to stuff that I was taught at a very early age. Like make the people happy. Make them happy, they'll dance. If they dance, you know, everything, everything else will come to you. Same thing with the homes, make them happy on what they're looking for. Give them a home that they love. They're going to love you forever. And it goes back to that idea. Like I was talking about Frank, yeah. like connecting, you're just connecting. Like, That's all it is. Like yeah. What's in your brain. Yeah. Man, you're getting me so excited. Like, are there people that do real estate just like as a side hustle that just like do it like one day a week? Is that possible? Cause I'm like very busy, but like, I think I'm so excited by this, this whole, so, this whole thing. Yes. Yesterday I took a day. Um, my fiance and I painted paint. We're in the process of like painting the house. So we said, I said, Thursday, I'm home. I said, I have soccer at seven o'clock, but we wake up in the morning. We're going to start at six 30 and paint. She could, every time she was on that ladder, she looked over me. I had my ear pod in like, it starts in the morning and doesn't stop until like 10 30 yeah. starts again in the next morning. So I, I, I don't see any way possible that you could do it as a yeah, the short, no. the short answer is no, right? No, <laughs> short answer is no, no. Damn. So my, <laughs> so my buddy has encouraged me to get, to get, just to get the, the most basic license to do referrals. Cause he was saying you can make, you know, because I'm a guy, I'm just like, people come to me for everything. Like mm -hmm. literally, like they come to me for plumbers, electricians, da, 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 da. But they're also like, I mean, it could be anything. It could literally just be anything. And people are just like, Oh, he knows somebody. And I'm, you know, we're in a high concentration area like Brooklyn. And it's just like, yeah. it's kind of old school, the neighbor, the neighborhood we're at. And he's like, man, people come to you all the time. Like you could literally make like, you know, thousands of dollars just for like referring. I'm like, yeah, just, okay. just if somebody, you always know somebody that knows somebody who's looking. That's, that's what he what said. Mean? That's exactly yeah. what he said. I, I play in, in a soccer, uh, soccer league. And yesterday, like while we're on the field, somebody's like, Hey, you do real estate, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I do uh hard money lending. If you ever need anything, I got, got, you know, we start talking and like, I got a guy that wants to buy something here in this town like we had a brief conversation and we're, we're supposed to talk like in a half hour about about a transaction like it's just everybody knows somebody and like i'm sure you like you were just saying you know a lot of people like that could be a that could be your side hustle all right i'm gonna work on that <laughs> all right let's take one more quick break we'll come back and wrap this one up all right everybody hang tight we'll be back in just a minute you're listening to talk radio nyc uplift educate Empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time 
on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Everybody, let's wrap this puppy up and kick the weekend off in solid, solid fashion. We're here talking with Vinny Valentino about personal branding and marketing. We've talked a lot about social media. You gave some really great tips and, you know, just some anecdotal evidence of like how to utilize that. I'm curious, there are other um, other platforms and other ways uh, digitally uh, mainly, but it could be print material too, that you use that uh, help you just get your get your name out there and build your brand. Instagram obviously is 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 huge. Uh, Facebook, um, Twitter. I mean, I do here and there. Like I use it more for like Twitter. It's like where you get all the news and and all that great information. Um, but you know, there there's that TikTok guy now. That I mean, you could grab some videos. The, the Instagram reels are huge. So you sound so old. There's that TikTok app now. <laughs> yeah, I know that TikTok. Man, Damn. I'm I'm crushing it on TikTok. Whatever. Yeah, it's great. It's amazing. I I, I love it. So outside of that, like, do you have a website or does uh, your company, you know, like, are you? Yeah, are so you, I'm, I'm with what? One and Company um, at William Ravis. So we have uh, One and Company has their, their own website. And, and I mean, as far as marketing, I could tell you, like, I'm, I'm in a, a studio right now in our office. You know what I mean? Like they have like a built in podcast studio, video studio for, for anything um, you want to do. So, I mean, that's kind of like, does it get any better than that when it comes to, you know, you wanting to brand yourself and then being backed by like a, an, an unbelievable company that's like pushing the hell out of branding yourself, you know? Yeah. I hear that a lot of people are, a lot of companies are starting to do that more and more. They're like building studios and really incorporating, like when you sign on with them, you have like a team assigned to you for, especially for social media outreach. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. And then what about like uh, print material? Have you guys done, have you done personally for yourself or your team, like uh, flyers, any, like my friends just, uh, you know, took over one of the, the bus 
the bus houses uh, here in Brooklyn and huge ad. I think part of it, they were even here at my restaurant. Uh, part, the restaurant was like featured in it because they do, they do photo shoots here. Uh, do you guys mess with the uh, print material at all? We do. I mean, do a lot of like um, personalized mailers, you know, I have um, one of the girls in her office uh, just wrote down like uh, a note to all of her past clients and it's just like pushing them through the mail we do like uh, direct mark uh, mail marketing pieces where uh, let's just say like you know you call me you know, like Vinny I want to be in this this condo complex you know we'll shoot out some mailers right to to that condo complex um knocking on doors shaking hands knocking I, some babies because of COVID right? <laughs> <laughs> so you get how do you I, the, the next question is how do you assess the ROI on that I mean you're getting you're getting phone calls and emails Phone calls, phone calls back, um, messages back, emails back, inquiring, hey, you put something in my mailbox, what is it? Or, um, you know, there, there's the targeted boosted ads that you could do on social media, and people sure. answer back with that. So, yeah, you 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 gauge it on that. And, and sometimes, I, I mean, even even if, if nobody gets back to one of those mail piece, pieces, you, you saw the mail piece, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you saw it, you held it, you looked at it. When somebody comes over and they say, like, Oh, I wonder if, uh, you know, I could sell this condo. They're like, oh, yeah, you could. Look, I just got this in the mail. Like, you, like I always feel like it, it'll come back in some way, shape, or form. It'll come back to you. Sure. I, I, I agree with that. But you also, like, if, think of anybody listening that's, like, considering doing this. You have to be smart with your money, especially. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So you just don't, you know, dump thousands and thousands of dollars into it. Obviously, you want to start yourself small. You know what I mean? Like get, get, get like a, a base, you know, say, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send out to a hundred people. This is the amount I'm sending. Let, let me see what I, what I get back. But what I would tell you too, is that like, just don't give up. Like even, even with media content, don't give up on that one shot. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. do one video and you're like, oh shit, only one person watched it. Okay. Do another one. You know what I mean? Like we go back, we'll take Gary V. Like how many videos did he say we started out with and nobody even watched them? Yeah. You know? For right. years, right? And the good thing about social is that it's free. Like as long as you've got a decent phone, you got one of these little things on the front of it, you can you can bang That's it out. It is. It's free. Yeah. But until until they start charging for for this, keep doing. It, yeah, you yeah. know, it's so free and it gets out there. I run into people. I say like, I, I follow you on Instagram. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, and, and I really don't know them. You know, yeah. For sure. Um, on my show last week, I had one of my my uh, first bosses and a and a lifelong mentor, and he's really great. He's in the restaurant industry as well, but really like banging it out in terms of coaching and mm-hmm. marketing. He's hosting these crazy rooms on Clubhouse right now. There's so there's so much fun. But we were kind of laughing about. I was telling a story about a guy that came in that that works. He's he. I think he works for the Discovery Channel, like some big network. But his dad was in marketing and radio and television and and like print material, like pre digital back in the day. And they used to say, you know, fifty percent of our marketing works. We just don't know which fifty percent. And so like, it's hard to do that. It's hard to just throw that kind of money away. Um, are the do you guys embed any kind of like do you put codes or anything like that in your print material for people to respond back to you? Like respond back with this code. And that way you, you get a kind of a gauge of what's giving you the, the biggest engagement in terms of the print material. I, I personally don't, you know, I, I, I mean, we just started doing more direct mail marketing because social media and everything has been so good. But the problem that we're facing right now in Connecticut and a lot of people are facing is that there's such a high amount of um, 
of you know of buyers and not a lot of inventory so you have to start getting like super creative for your clients to find things so i'm talking about like sitting on the phone making 100 phone calls a day to people and a lot of people will answer the phone and be like no i'm not selling but i think it's great that you're doing this client you know what's your name again so that type of stuff you know so that's the reason why we've been doing so much of the direct mail marketing and and uh and phone calls and stuff but you know you could throw in something on there saying like you know call us back for you know redeem coupon or, or type deal you know what i mean something like that would, would definitely um gauge how yeah. you know your your roi and everything i i, I just I, I like to put the material out i'm not saying i waste like super amount of money on it because I, I feel like it does come back when you said, you know, you spend like $40 on some mailers, you're definitely going to get a call from it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get hit up and be like, you owe me 40 bucks. I sent out mailers and didn't get anything. And I've also heard the use, I don't use them myself much, but uh, the use of QR codes on your, on your print material, you get a lot of information. Yeah, that's, and you can also direct them to a ton of information as well. Yeah. Yeah, people like doing that too. They take it and then yeah. put my camera on it. Yeah, so that's definitely a good good idea. Very nice. We have just a few minutes left. I'm going to let you uh, close it up. Anything you want to share with people? Maybe they're thinking of coming up in the real estate industry or just business and 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 general. And and any tips you uh, that are just like dear to you that have worked for you that you'd like to share that would help them uh, get set up in market. And then of course. Let us know where, you know, let everybody know where they can get in contact with you uh, if they hear something that they like. Sure. So um, I would say, uh, I mean, one thing, one thing that, that, that I, is that a career, um, I mean, work doesn't have to be work, right? If you have passion, you can make something your career, something that you wake up every day and that you totally, totally love to do something where you're not looking forward to Friday. You don't give a crap that it's Sunday night and you had a few drinks and that like Monday's coming up, you're ready to go. So um, find your passion and go for it. And once you find your passion and you go for it, like you're not going to care about singing Dr. Dre in your, in your car. You know what I mean? You're going to do whatever makes you happy because you're, (laughs) because you're doing what you should do, what makes you happy every day. So find your passion, go after it and kick the shit out of it. You know, just keep going. And then uh, you're on Instagram. How much time? Instagram. How much time do you spend on Facebook? I don't. When I get these updates, I'm like, damn. What else do I do with my time? I feel like I'm like always on this stuff. But um, I mean, Facebook. You know, you do your your posts. I mean, always. If I have something to post, I'll post it. I can't say that I wake up in the morning and I'm like. What am I posting? What am I posting? Like, it's just like my, my everyday. Like if you, you'll see it, I, I, it's my stories are just like my everyday thing. But yeah. I mean, probably if I had a guess, I'd probably say like a good hour a day is spent like scrolling through some, some feeds and everything. And between Facebook and Instagram and, and the TikTok and the reels, <laughs> the and we do a lot of it. But yeah. This, this, um, at one company, they do a lot. So you're constantly seeing like what your other, um, co- you know, co-agents are doing and like they're sharing them or, you know, sending it out there. So. And so Instagram is the the main place you, you spend most of your time in terms of uh, online marketing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And what's your, what's your Instagram handle? If these, if any of these uh, listeners would like to check. It's Vinny V I N N Y underscore C T realtor. All right. And then uh, any, any website or email you want to drop? 
You could even you could share, share your uh, phone number. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's 203-996-1506. But all that information is right there on uh, on the email. I mean, as far as uh, real estate and marketing needs and everything that we offer, um, oneincompany.com, take a look at it. Beautiful. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Glad yeah, man. Same you this here. Way. Good to connect. Yeah, bring your ass to Brooklyn. Let's get some pasta going. We're, we're gonna we're gonna have some pasta and then we're gonna we're gonna train. We're gonna do some fight. Let's do it. Let's do it. I suck at Absolutely. soccer. Though. I'm terrible at soccer. So hey, you can beat me at jujitsu. I'll beat you at soccer. Sounds like a plan. All right, All man. Right. Thank, thank you so much, everybody else. My pleasure. Have a wonderful weekend. Like Vinny said, go get it. Find your passion. Make it happen. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great weekend. Peace out. Bye, guys. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. you listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talk radio nyc with very reasonable rates interested simply send us a message on our website talkradio.nyc do you love or are you intrigued about new york city and its neighborhoods i'm jeff goodman host of rediscovering new york a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. 
This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 